Hey everyone, what is going on? Welcome to the Faith Life and Fitness Show, a podcast designed to bring the faith and the fitness communities together. My name is Caleb Cavasis, and I am a husband, father, pastor, and crossfitter. And I'll be sharing personal stories and biblical truths to inspire everyday athletes like you and I to live a God-first life. If you're ready, let's get to it. Hey, welcome to the Faith Life and Fitness Podcast. I am your host, Caleb Cavasis. I am so glad that you guys are joining us today. We are in episode six. I can't believe we already made six episodes. So we are excited for you guys to listen to what's going on today. Hey, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about our spiritual and natural cravings and how do we grow our spiritual cravings and suppress our natural cravings. Before we get to the topic, I wanted to take a minute to say thank you to all the listeners out there. And if you are enjoying this podcast and what it brings to you, I would love for you guys to share it with your friends and family. Secondly, we're on all the major platforms, Apple Podcast, Pandora, Stitcher, and now we're on Spotify. So wherever you listen to this podcast, if you would do me a favor, hit that subscribe button so that you are up to date on all the new episodes. All right, well, let's get started into our topic. And let me ask you this question. What is your craving? I mean, what food do you love and crave on a regular basis? For me, it's ice cream. Actually, anything sweet. I have a major sweet sweet tooth and I crave it almost every night. I know my family is crazy about me wanting to uh, always go get ice cream or something like that, but I have this this craving all the time for something sweet after dinner. I don't know about you. But the other question I have is, is what about your spiritual life? Does your spirit crave time with God? If not, why not? So we're going to talk about both of those on our episode today. So I wanted to start out about talking about this idea of craving. When we talk about cravings, it's typically around a certain type of food, things like sweets, something salty, chocolate, etc. Uh, one time I heard a pastor say something at a conference that I have, was attending, and it has stuck with me for years. Uh, it was Pastor John Brevere, and he once said, what you feed upon, that is what you will crave. Think about that just for a moment. What you feed upon is what you often end up craving. Now, I'm going to put that both in the physical aspect and the spiritual aspect as we go into this episode today. But to put it in perspective, a craving is different than hunger. So I'm not talking about we have hunger pains, we have cravings. Hunger's, hunger comes from a need for nutrition, whereas cravings are typically a psychological uh thing that happens in our brain and, and hunger is more physiological. It's, it's a need to put nutrients in our bodies. There's been several scientific studies done around the process of cravings and they have found out that there are certain types of foods uh, that trigger our brains to feel some sense of euphoria. Now that's crazy when you think about it, but I know when I eat my, my cravings, my ice cream or whatever it is, that it just it hits a spot. I love it. And you probably are thinking about that one food that just like, just brings you some sort of bliss. And, and it is, it's a, it's a science behind it. You see cravings for food that, 
they, they can be triggered by smells, memories, or even pictures. Think about it. Have you ever saw an ad on TV and thought, I'm hungry now, but you're not really hungry? Or have you walked into a room and you smelled something that brings back a memory and all of a sudden you want whatever that is? Hunger or not, those are the cravings that sometimes hit us. And that is where the science and the psychological piece comes in. And there's been studies that show that most cravings that we have last anywhere between three and five minutes and then they pass. The problem that we have is that we often give into those cravings well before they pass. When we're trying to do our best to eat healthy and maintain a healthy eating lifestyle, I find for me that I am at my worst with my cravings. All I want to, it to do is to eat the worst type of food that I can possibly do. And that is, to me, it's a psychological thing. When I know my body wants to eat healthy and eat the right things, uh, I often just tend to want to crave all of the garbage that's out there. So what can we do to help stop those cravings? Well, I know there are several things out there that people have put on there, but I, I just want to focus in on three things that I think personally have worked for me uh, that could pers personally work for you. I'm not a nutrition expert by any means, no stretch of the imagination. Uh, I, I can learn from a lot of different people on how to eat better, but these are just some of the things that I've learned. First, one of the things that we can do is change your current eating style. Now, before you turn this podcast off, I know that is easier said than done, but think about it like this. Replacing a carb-heavy food with more of a green leafy foods. So instead of going to get that burger, uh, try to get it without the bun. Try to replace some of that with some salads uh, or things that you want that maybe are higher in sugar. Replace those with maybe a piece of fruit. Uh, that will help with some sort of curving those types of cravings. Now remember, we're we're talking about this is this is a this is a long term thing. This is not something for that particular moment in time. So changing a current eating lifestyle is something that does not happen overnight. It happens on the long term. The second thing that I would recommend for uh, for myself for you listening is enjoy a smaller portion. Listen, I have a friend that says that they eat two cookies daily to help curve their sugar cravings. Now, those cookies are not your normal Oreos or your Chips Ahoy's. They're a healthy version, uh, but it is, it is something that helps them curve that, that want of sugar. It's okay to treat yourself. It's okay to want something and, and feel like that you've, you've earned something or have a cheat meal once a week or so. Treat yourself with something good, but take note on how often that you're eating it and how much of, your, uh, of, of it that you are eating. So don't feel like one day you're just going to pig out on all the ice cream and cookies and candy and cake that you want because it's your cheat day. Take in consideration moderation. Uh, enjoy a smaller portion. Maybe you can split that up over a couple of days and, and, and kind of curve that, that appetite for what that, that your body is actually craving. Not hungry for, remember, but craving. And then the last thing I think we can do is substitute for healthier options. And just like I said, my friend who eats two cookies daily, those cookies are paleo style cookies with dark chocolate. Again, they're not your normal Oreos or your Chips Ahoy or any type of that uh, junk food type of thing. There's always ways that you can make something to soothe your sweet tooth 
that will not be full of processed sugar or in my case, a large bowl of ice cream. There, there are things out there on websites that you can that you can choose. I did keto for a long time and was able to curb some of my appetite with that by doing keto. I'm not here to say that keto is the way to go. Paleo is the way to go. Your body is different than mine. It's different than all the other listeners. So you need to figure out what works for you. But we need to understand that the psychological piece of our cravings, that what those things do drive us to eat the way that we do on many occasions. So we talked about our physical cravings and how we can help change what we crave. Now I want to switch gears a little bit and talk about our spiritual cravings. Remember the quote that I said from earlier, what you feed upon, that is what you will crave. This is also true in our spiritual lives. What we do in our daily walk with God is so important Our spirits should crave to spend time with God. As a matter of fact, our spirits do crave to spend time with God. We are created to want to be in relationship with God. We just sometimes don't understand what our spirits are craving because we often don't have that in our lives. There's several scriptures that I want to point to to today that talk about our hunger, our cravings for God. The first one I want you to listen to is, is Psalm 42 verses one and two, and it says this, as the deer pants for the water, my soul pants for you. My soul thirsts for you, God. So think about that. When when we read scriptures like this, it talks about as the deer pants for water, they are craving the water. They need the water for nutrients. They're hungry for the water. My soul also thirsts for you, God. In Psalm 34, eight, it says, taste and see that the Lord is good taste. And, and a lot of times when you're reading this, this is not physical eating. This is this is something that is metaphorical, but taste and see that the Lord is good. And then the last scripture I want to share with you is in Matthew 5, 6. It's the Beatitudes and the Sermon on the Mount when Jesus is talking, and he says this, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. And just like I said, we're not talking about this physical eating, but our spirits crave to be close to God. The question is, is what are you doing to lean into those cravings? This is a good craving. So just like our physical craving for the sugars and the carbs and the high fat and the grease and all the fried foods, those are not good for us. But this spiritual craving is the good craving that we need. As we change our physical habits of what we eat, our bodies tend to change what we crave. And the same thing happens to our spirits. As we start to lean into God and get into his word more, our spirits will crave more time with him. When we are not able to spend time with him, we feel it more. I know that's true in my life. When I am not spending the time that I need to with God, I can see that on the outside and how I react, but I can also feel that in my spirit. So just like I gave you three things for curving your Uh, the physical piece of your cravings, I want to give you three things to help with our spiritual cravings and leaning into God. So the first one is start with a routine. Listen, maybe you just need to start a routine. Maybe you're, you're trying to figure this all out. Maybe you're newer in your walk and you're not understanding what to do first. Maybe it's just starting a routine. It's like anything else. We have to take a step forward on the journey. 
when you uh, started a practice or when you started to exercise, you had to get up and you had to get to the gym. You had to get to practice. The same thing happens with our spiritual life. We have to get up and go do it. God is not going to make us do it. He is not going to push us to do it. He wants us to do it. So we have to start with a routine. Figure out what works best for your life and your time and start that routine. The second thing is, is maybe you need to change your routine. Maybe you are in a routine, but there is something that becomes stagnant with it. Maybe you're that person who has been diving into God's word, but it seems stale. I've been there before. Uh, If you're like me, changing up your routine will freshen things up. Sometimes I have to change the time of day that I'm reading God's word. Maybe it's the place that I'm reading God's word. Maybe it's finding a different devotional instead of doing the same thing over and over. It's like muscle memory. Sometimes when you need to shock the body with a different movement to keep growth happening, the same thing is with our spiritual walk. We can become so routine that it's just about the motions and not about the experience. And then finally, the, thing, the, the last thing that I want to tell you is to be accountable. This is absolutely vital in our walk. You need to be accountable to someone. They need to hold you to what you want to do and where you want to be. When you want to slip back into that old routine or the person that you once were, this person, this accountability partner can be there to help pull you out of it. Being accountable is also about being vulnerable. You see, growth happens when we become vulnerable. So cravings are something that we have and something that we can control. In aspects of our nutrition, we need to do a few things. We need to change our current eating style. We need to enjoy a smaller portion. And we need to substitute things for a healthier option. And an aspect of our spiritual lives, we need to crave more of God. Start with a routine, getting a routine, or maybe changing your current routine and switching it up for something different. And then also becoming accountable because that's where we become vulnerable. Remember, a craving is an intense desire for something. If you're going to intensely crave something, let's crave the presence of God. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. Hey, don't forget to hit that subscribe button to stay up to date on the shows. Finally, our goal is to encourage you to live a God-first life. If you think others would benefit from what you heard today, please share it. We'll catch you next time on the Faith, Life, and Fitness Show.